Available at farmnewsnow.com or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Agriculture through a modern lens. This is the AgriPod with Alice McFarland. On this episode, the Canadian Cattle Association has hired a new general manager and he comes from Saskatchewan. Ryder Lee will be the CCA general manager starting September 1st. For the past seven years, he has been the chief executive officer of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association. Ryder worked for CCA and several capacities for about 10 years before coming to Saskatchewan. He will reflect on his experience with the Saskatchewan group and what he sees as some of the big issues the cattle industry is facing right now. A new reality TV show is being developed called Farming for Love. The goal is to bring two people together to share a life on a farm in British Columbia. Executive producer Grant Gruschuk will explain the concept and plans for the future expansion of the show to other locations in Canada. After the break, Ryder Lee. Digging into the topics that matter to you. The AgriPod with Alice McFarlane. Ryder Lee has become the Canadian Cattle Association new general manager. He comes from Saskatchewan where he has been working with the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association. And Ryder, it it certainly is kind of a returning to your roots situation uh, now that you've accepted this position. There's an opportunity there to to help the organization and and. The way I view that is that helps cattle producers in Saskatchewan and hopefully across the country. And that's that's where I started in this industry, was working for the National Association. So it's neat to, to come full circle. You were with a CCA uh, in several different capacities being between 2005 and 2015. Tell us a little bit about some of the work that you did when you were with CCA before. Well, I was based in Ottawa at that time, so you know it kind of evolved from from a policy analyst to uh, I think when I left, I was the manager of federal provincial relations. So just working on you know making sure the the messages that we needed to get heard in Ottawa were getting heard, but also helping develop you know policy and and those messages and, and making sure there was a connection between the provincial groups and that national group. As you move into this new role with the Canadian Cattle Association, what do you see as the key issues uh, from a national scope? Well, there's there's a long list. And, and, you know, the big one that people are talking about is, you know, what are what are prices for cattle right now and what share of that is getting to primary producers? And, you know, we need to work on that and, and hopefully we can do what we can do to alleviate that in a way that that doesn't do harm and and gets us back to where you know everybody along the value chain is is making out all right there is one issue that has uh, kind of uh, appeared over the last few weeks. The Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association have uh, openly been asking the federal and provincial governments to investigate beef pricing, uh, what the cattle producer is getting and what the consumer is paying. I would imagine that you'll be focusing on that as well. Well, we're all seized with that. And, you know, like I said, the the trick is hopefully not doing something in a way that's harmful. You know, you know, the U.S. is going in a way that they're they're working on bills that are, are mandating how somebody can sell their cattle. And, uh, you know, when you take aim at, say, somebody the way the way packers are buying cattle, you got to be careful you're not also 
telling people who are selling their cattle, you know, they're a part of those transactions too. And, and are you going to take away a tool that's been useful for them as well? So it's such a complex piece and it's not easy to just build more packing plants. It isn't something that looks like it's going to happen. So, so what can we do is the, the trick and, and looking for solutions and answers as everybody is continues but would you see pricing as the key issue right now? Well, there's so many. You know, right now, right now, we're about five days away from the next policy framework, the next meeting of the of the ministers in Saskatoon, and that's that's huge. That sets out the the policy framework for Canadian farmers and ranchers for the next five years and uh, how they what they focus on, what the funding levels are. All of that is is the pending right now kind of question, and hopefully that will get to a spot that is growing that envelope, but also is focusing on on competitiveness and things that can can help producers survive the downs and, and realize the ups of of what comes. There has been a lot of discussion about how much more money should be spent on those business risk management programs, and it appears that the provincial ministers are uh, quite a ways away from what Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo has been proposing. Well, it starts with, with growing the envelope. Like They've had the same size envelope in, the, in those policy frameworks for a few of them. So as we've seen with inflation, it's everywhere. So you do less with less. And that that whole policy framework funds research. It funds business risk management programs. It funds water programs. So if the envelope doesn't grow, you're going to do less of all of that, just given what's at hand. So that's the start. You know, we'd like to see price insurance be a permanent program. We'd like to see those premiums shared with government the same way crop insurance is, is shared. So, you know, those are a few of the things. But all of our wish list kind of pales if if they come back to the table and say no it's it's the same envelope as the last time well that's just means the whole thing's shrinking you have been working with the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association since 2015 um, that's a few years under your belt maybe reflect on some of the key issues that you had to deal with in your role with the provincial group well, you know, it could rain more often and, and at better times. And, you know, I think it, it was fiery and smoky the first day I came back to this job and it was blazing hot. And if it hadn't have been for that smoke, I think we would have had a wreck that year too. But there's been that whole dry spell that we've been through in the last four or five years for a lot of people and, and dealing with COVID in there as well. And we've been really lucky to have, you know, ministers and a relationship with this government that has seen them be responsive. And, you know, whether it was, you know, a set-aside program, even the drought response initiative last year, and you look at the labeling issue this year and being able to make sure that that doesn't unfold the way it was being proposed. You know, there's some good things done there. And then a lot of the things with the University of Saskatchewan, you know, building the Livestock and Forage Centre of Excellence. We've got Bree Kelm starting there at the Integrated Forage Management and Utilization Specialist here this fall. Lots of great things happening, and, and I know they'll continue on when I've moved on because, you know, it, it's 
about a lot of people doing the work to get those things to happen. The Canadian Cattle Association recently went through uh, some name changes uh, from the Canadian Cattlemen's Association to Canadian Cattle Association. Uh, What are some of your thoughts on that rebranding that was done? Well, anytime there's a rebranding, it gives you a chance to shove your name out there and, and have more conversations about who you are and what you do. And that's the important side that, that a lot of people are looking for is, okay, yeah, and then pretty soon you're CCA, but what are we going to work on today? And I'm glad if it makes more people feel included than us, 100% worth it, because we are such a diverse industry. And then we've got things to do to help those people and their operation. Ryder Lee will become the new general manager of the Canadian Cattle Association starting on September 1st. After the break, executive producer Grant Greschuk will talk about a new Canadian TV show called Farming for Love. Digging into the topics that matter to you, The AgriPod with Alice McFarlane. A new reality Canadian TV show is being developed called Farming for Love, and the goal is to bring two people together to share a life on the farm. With me is executive producer Grant Greschuk. Uh, Grant has some Saskatchewan roots, but let's talk about the first season of the show. And from what I understand, it will involve uh, a group of single British Columbia-based farmers. It's a very unique, one-of-a-kind dating series where we find uh, life partners for farmers. And not just farmers, but like anyone, you know, uh, farm adjacent. We uh, even, uh, we have a cowboy, we have uh, horse trainers as well. So it's a really unique dating reality show, but it's, it's very authentic. It's not, there's nothing really staged about it. The farmers, the daters get to learn what it's like to live on a farm while dating a farmer. And the farmer, hopefully, and the daters find a match, and in the end, there are proposals or even uh, possible uh, weddings in the future. So the first season, obviously, focusing on British Columbia, but do you see plans to expand to other parts of Canada? So maybe some um, Alberta or Saskatchewan farmers looking for love might have an opportunity? Ideally, yes. I mean, we're in the first season. And uh, as you know, there's so many, Canada's so big, and there's so many big farming communities across the country. But right now, we're just focused in BC. The show has had quite a bit of success in other countries. I think it's been 12 seasons in Australia alone. So and they've shot all over Australia as well. So in the future, if everything goes well, and we're hoping it does, yes, well, we would be expanding for sure. Grant, just explain for us when you start filming and when can we expect this show to go to air? We start filming in September and we're hoping it's going to air in 2023. There's no definite plans yet of what exact date, but I'm hoping personally that it airs in spring of 2023. So do you know how many uh, people will be involved, how many farmers you have, uh, how many contestants, I guess, for lack of a better term? And uh, tell us how many episodes will be broadcast with this show. We are shooting, uh, we have 10 episodes. We will have five farmers. And again, uh, we have everything from a contract cowboy to an agro-tourism farmer. 
the farmers were selected. Uh, we, we had a casting crew that went off to many agricultural events, different Facebook boards looking for farmers, and just found farmers that were single and interested in and looking for a partner. And uh, once we selected a number of them, we narrowed that number down with the network and uh, CTV and to select the, the farmers that we would go forward with this year. Now we have an open casting for daters, and uh, people could, can go to ctv.ca backslash farming for love, and it's open to anyone across the country. You don't have to be a farmer. It's just anyone who wants to date a farmer can apply. We have two uh, female farmers. One of our farmers in Abbotsford is an agritourism farmer, and her name is Gerline, and we have a uh, horse trainer in Gibsons, B.C., named Ashley, and so we are looking for male daters for them. And then we have other male farmers that we're looking for female daters for. Now, you've mentioned that this particular Farming for Love style of reality TV program has been a big hit in other countries. Uh, I guess I'm sure that's the expectation here in Canada as well. Yes, it's been very successful in 32 other territories, actually. And in its time, it's, and it's still going in all those territories, there have been 191 marriages and 445 children. Well, that certainly sounds successful to me. It's very successful. It's a very, it's like, I would say it's the most successful dating series ever produced. It's really authentic. It is real people. These are real farmers looking for like a real romantic connection and a life partner. And so we're finding the people that are interested in in that as well. Uh, It's not a, it's not a salacious series. It's very genuine. There's a lot, you know, you will see these daters do real farm work and make real connections. And it is, like I said, the numbers uh, speak for itself. It's been very successful. Grant Greschuk is the executive producer of a new reality TV show called Farming for Love. If you like what you've heard, you can rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and make sure to subscribe to AgriPod with Alice McFarlane for more weekly episodes. The AgriPod is produced by Colby Heiss with host and CJVR Agriculture Director Alice McFarlane and is a division of the Jim Pattison Broadcast Group. Available wherever you find your favorite podcast and at farmnewsnow.com.